0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is November 30th, 2021, and on today's show, we're going to have a discussion about Nationals fan attitudes right now as we go through free agency, and also, yes, the news that Max Scherzer is going to be a New York Met, because I know a lot of people are upset about it, Uh, you know, it's letting a bad taste in some people's mouths, so have a conversation about that as well as the Nationals' offseason that's kind of begun right now and has not really gotten off to a fast start as, as, as many fans would want it to. All right, first piece of news let's get to uh, for the Washington Nationals is the fact that they are going to bring back Andrew Stevenson, And this was a situation where uh, they're going to uh, avoid Arbitration. Um, So now there's a new arbitration with Andrew Stevenson. He's going to be back with the Washington Nationals. And this ties in to something I I feel like we have to mention. Uh, But a lot of people have been saying, oh, great. Andrew Stevenson's back. Why is this the only move the Nationals are making right now? They should be doing more. and We'll get to that in one second. But I'm going to read from Mark Zuckerman right now. Stevenson avoids arbitration agrees to 2022 contracts as the Nationals got a jump start start on what should be a hectic Tuesday in advance of the Major League Baseball's non-tender deadline and Wednesday night's expiration of the collective bargaining agreement, agreeing to terms with Andrew Stevenson on a 2022 contract to avoid arbitration. Stevenson, who qualified for arbitration despite having not yet uh, accrued three big league seasons, um... As a, as a so-called Super 2 player, stands to earn a modest raise for his 2021 salary of $579,100. The 27-year-old outfielder becomes the first Nats, uh, Nat of the 10 arbitration-eligible Nats to agree to a contract. Um, they are, these are the players that that are left. Soto, Bell, Ross, Fetty, Robles, Suero, Harper, Voth, and rainy, and the club does not have to agree to any terms with these players now, only to tender a contract in advance of the arbitration filing deadline later this winter. So there's not a whole lot of pressure with those guys right now. But I've seen a whole lot of fans online complaining and saying, where is the Nationals activity? Why are the Nationals going after more guys right now? Why are not the Nationals having a more active offseason? This is a whole bunch of garbage. And it seems like Nationals fans have really forgotten what happened this offseason. I know this is not the majority, but this is the majority of fans I'm seeing online. Um, and I'm looking at tweets that they're replying to and whatnot. Look, man, like this is this is a situation. The Nationals completely blew up their team last year. They completely blew up, imploded, whatever word you want to, you know, they exported players off the team they got rid of a bunch of guys last season. That, the Nationals uh, are not in a position to come anywhere close to winning. Now, I did mention the idea that the Nats could add some pieces that could help them win down the road, but the Nats are not going to be in the market for any of these guys you're hearing about right now. There, there's no reason for the Nats to be involved in the Marcus Stroman's of the world, the Max Scherzer's of the world. Look, the Nats are sitting on a couple pretty bad-looking contracts right now. They're sitting on the contract of Steven Strasburg. They're sitting on the contract of one Patrick Corbin. They also still have to pay Max Scherzer right now, that deferred money. They still owe him some. And so the Nats right now, it's all about building a team that is somewhat, uh, it's relatively affordable next season, and trying to build that core moving forward. Now, does that excuse them from building nothing? In the offseason, no, it does not. But I think there is some expectation that we're hearing that the Nationals should be going out and being players for a lot of these guys. The New York Post had an article about the top 50 free agents. They did not have the Nationals signing a single one of them. And I tend to agree with that. I forgot who wrote it, but I tend to agree with the idea that the Nats are not going to be big game hunting right now. It makes no sense Yes, need some help in the bullpen. Obviously, some starting pitching towards the back end they need as well. But this is not a market the Nationals need to be involved in right now, where you're seeing guys get big contracts before that deadline, which is tomorrow. There's no need for the Nats to be fully involved in that kind of a way. So Nats fans, I would say right now my message to you is, look, got a World Series a couple years ago. Juan Soto is a priority. If you let him walk, you may scream, you may yell, you may sell all of your T-shirts, do all that kind of stuff. But their goal right now is to rebuild, restructure the core, and to get a new winning core, and then to build off of that and to see where the future will take them. Their job right now is not to build some contender. They are not the Tigers in the AL Central. They are, um, you know, they are a team that is out of all the teams right now in the division, The Nats might finish fifth next year. Honestly, there's there's a chance the Nationals finish fifth next year. Now, they could always make a nice push if things go well, but you need Corbin to be healthy. You need uh, Strasburg to be healthy. You need Joe Ross to be healthy. You need Fetty to take a step. You need all these guys like Carter Keboom and Luis Garcia and Lane Thomas and Victor Robles, potentially, and Andrew Stevenson. Alcides Escobar has to be good. Josh Bell's got to be the productive player once again. There are so many things the Nationals need to go right to be competitive. I just don't see it happening next year. And so that's why I would say be patient and try to build a decent team. There's no reason for the Nats to target Kevin Gosman. All right, There's no need to target guys like that in the free agency market. I think a lot of the guys the Nationals will want will be available down the line. I saw something the other day, I think it was about Kevin Gosman. It was like a possible target off the mark of the Nats. Why in the hell would the Washington Nationals target Kevin Gaussman? Do pay $150 million to a pitcher? Hell no. Marcus Simeon, no. They're, they're not going to sign any of these heavy hitters right out of contracts. It makes no sense. They want to see what parts of the young core will stand up. Now, did I agree with them trading Trey Turner? No. I think this thing could have been a faster rebuild if they held on to Trey. But they didn't. And so they have to build now. A lot of y- you got some young guys coming to the system See who might be able to stick. But the Nationals are in rebuild mode right now. So if you guys are all being angry on on Twitter, a couple things. Number one, you won a World Series a couple years ago. Calm down, all right? You got a World Series. I know it's been bad since then. I know it's been a horrible run of luck. You still have, in my opinion, the best hitter in baseball on your team in Juan Soto. The building will come. The building is going to come. Just be patient. Just trust The process, as they said in Philadelphia, trust your World Series winning manager, trust your World Series team building GM, and go from there. All right, quick word from our sponsors here on today's show. Today's Locked on Nationals podcast is brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, promo code locked on, that's L O C K E D O N locked on. I'm actually going to hop on there right now and put a wager down for this afternoon's EPL action, but from basketball to football to EPL, NHL, boxing, UFC and your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers. Through 2021 uh, and all the seasons happening right now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Today's show is also brought to you by DirecTV and DirecTV Stream. I'm sure you all have heard this one before. Uh, you've got a device that lets you catch the game live, another lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friend's log in for the good stuff, well, I want to tell you guys about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love in one place right now without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows All in one place. That means no more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. The best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, folks. So let's talk about this. Andrew Stevenson... Comes uh, back to the Nationals, avoids arbitration. Last year, slash line two twenty nine, two ninety four, three thirty nine, six thirty two OPS. Not a very good year for Andrew Stevenson. Right? I think we can all admit it was not his, not a not a great performance. Not like the worst performance in the world. Hit lefties the tune of two fourteen. Hit righties two thirty two. The three on three zero four on base. 320 three slugging, so he actually slugged a little bit better against lefties, but he hit righties just a touch better. Was a pretty decent hitter at home last year, 254 at home with three RBI in those games. Away from home, though, 189, 277 on base. So kind of a guy who is a much better hitter at Nationals Park. That that's really where he um, you know that's really where he thrived, and that a decent close. Uh, to the season, his last seven days of the season, he had a pretty decent wrap-up to 2021. So kind of as that fourth outfielder, as that utility bat, as an also left-handed bat that they can use, I still like Andrew Stevenson. I still think of 27. He's got a lot to give and a lot to learn. So at that spot, you think this is a guy, once again, you know me, I'm always a huge fan of the Southeastern Conference Boys, uh, an LSU kid. So... I think he's got a lot to give, and I think the Nationals are not paying very much for what they hope can be a fourth outfielder for them this season. We'll see how the rotation shakes out, but for less than a million dollars, a guy with major league experience, and the Nationals considering their situation, I think Andrew Stevenson at center field is an option for them, or else, you know, outfield's outfield. Then think can move him around. Um, I think it's an option for them. I think it's definitely an option for them and what they can keep on the books for cheap. It's not like they've got a glut of awesome outfielders, but this gives them an option. We'll see what happens with one Victor Robles this year uh, and see what you know how things shake out before the season starts in spring training and who is going to get the kind of role uh, as a third and fourth outfielder. Who's going to get that center field position as well? whole lot to look forward to there. All right, quick break. We'll hit on what everybody wants to hear about. Let's talk about Max Scherzer to the Mets. So here is the reason I think a lot of Nationals fans are angry on Twitter right now. This this is this is my my read on the situation. All right, I think a lot of you are upset because you're seeing Max Scherzer go to the Mets. All right, uh, he signs a what is it three year 140 million dollar deal to become a member of, of the New York Mets. Obviously a huge rival. Uh, Nats fans not loving that. Whatever. He is look he's he took it for the money and. He is a union, he's part of the MLB players, you know, union. He's, he's obviously a big face of that. He's going to be the first player, you know, to turn 40, I think, or th- this late in his career, rather, and have a $100 million deal. Scherzer, 37, becomes the oldest player in MLB history to sign a $100 million contract, according to ESPN stats and information. All right? So it's great for him to sign this contract. It's good for players. It's good for old dudes, right? You know, it's good for the elderly out there. Uh, no, it's, it's just a good deal for him to sign. Obviously, the Mets are going all out. And look, you know, I saw one person say something about I Most negativity about this is just Nats fans are upset that he's going to be on the Mets, but not like blaming him. I did see a couple people being like, traitor. Um, you tell me if somebody waived $140 million in front of your face, how much, you know, loyalty and whatever else needs to be in there. Uh, It's fine. The Mets are a team that want to contend. Now, in their contendership, will they have to make several passes through Nationals Park? And on those passes, are we going to see Max Scherzer in blue pinstripes, in a blue uniform, with a blue hat that reads NY, and a jersey that says Mets, pitching for the New York Mets, a division rival? Yes, you're gonna to have to see that. I'm sorry, Nats fans. That's just the way it's gonna work, though. That's the way this business works. That's the way the sport works. It's the way most businesses work. Um, and also, like, this is this should be a, a way to celebrate him. Max is gonna spend a lot of time pitching in DC against uh, you know a team that he knows really really well, against a club that he loves. And Max Scherzer deserves standing ovations every single time he picks up the ball and takes the mound in Washington, D.C. If you boo Max Scherzer, you are an asshole. You are a gigantic asshole if you are going to boo Max Scherzer. Just telling you, you have the right to do it. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you're not an a-hole, all right? This guy has given everything to this franchise. He gave everything to them every single time he pitched. He gave them uh, prospects on the way out. He, You know, this year... A, uh, you know, was up close for the, the Cy Young Award and would have won it partially as a national, partially as a Dodger. This guy is not just ring-chasing right now. This is a great offer. Took the offer on a team that wants to build, wants to compete. Does it suck Things have to come do it in Nationals Park, in other teams' jerseys? Sure, in some ways, but also at the same time, Nats fans are going to get a lot of opportunities to watch Max Scherzer pitch. There are going to be a lot of people. I know Nats fans. I've been to a lot of Nats games uh, they are good, supportive people who care about their players past and present. And so I foresee a lot of you all, a lot of Nats fans, showing up to Nats Park, giving Max that standing O, and once the game begins, it's us versus them for most of you all, as it should be. Celebrate when people hit home runs off of him, jeer a little bit when he comes off the mound, if that's the case, but don't straight up boo the guy, give the guys some respect for the championships, for the accolades, for the great moments that he brought Nationals fans across the board. No need to jeer him constantly when he gets back. Just make sure before you do it, give him a little bit of respect first, because what he did for the franchise. All right, you may not like the money chasing move, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect what he has done for this franchise, for the, for the uh, Washington Nationals. And look, it. We think Degrom should be back by opening day. That's the plan, obviously. Scherzer is going to be their second arm in that. That's a scary sight. I mean, I'm just saying it out loud now. It sounds, it sounds horrifying, but it's going to be DeGrom 1, Scherzer 2. It's going to be a sight to see, obviously. The first, uh, I believe they open up at City Field this year. And then the second series, they have um, two series after that. Just say. So there's one off, and there's one at Nats Park between these two teams. Most likely an opportunity to see Max Scherzer pitch. At home for the Nationals uh, and the Mets when those two guys, um, when, when the, the, the Mets come back. Um, and there's a good chance that we might see a uh, you know Scherzer versus Strasburg, which is really exciting. I, I would love to see a Scherzer versus Strasburg matchup. That would be so exciting for those guys to come. But uh, yeah, Max is making that money. And obviously, something else we have to mention, those Mets have been awfully active so far. Starling Marte, Eduardo Escobar, Mark Hanna obviously is going over. And to, be, to be candid, when I first heard, I'm not sure if anybody else felt this, when I heard Mark Hanna's name the first time, I thought his name was Mark Hanna, as in like, you know, first name Mark, last name, like, you know, a girl's first name Hanna. Uh, I, I, just until like two years ago, realized that his name was Mark Hanna. Uh, so Mark Hanna obviously going to be a member of the New York Mets now. The Mets are trying to solidify that team, that roster, they were awfully disappointing last year. They bring in Billy Epler, Steve Cohen, obviously very involved right now, as the Nats are trying to, or as the Mets rather, are trying to ramp things up in that city, at, 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 uh, I should say, city, in that city field. So they, they see themselves as a potential contender. And I think with the way that they're making things, the way moves are going, that's where they're trending. But this is more to the point of why the Nationals need to bide their time and then find that window again to start competing, start contending. Because with the Braves winning the World Series Championship and getting a guy back like Aronald Ronald Acuna Jr., getting hopefully, we, we fingers crossed, Mike Soroka comes back and is able to be effective. But getting guys like that back onto the roster, then you see what the Mets are doing right now. Obviously, the Phillies want to keep themselves competitive right now. I made some moves to the deadline with some guys who are going to still be on the team. And the Marlins are going to begin to try to make themselves competitive as well. This is a tough division. It's the Nationals, it's not their moment. It's not their time. It's all about being patient and trying to find that moment once again. So I think Nationals fans need to be patient while we're in that process and see how those other things, those things, uh, they play out. All right, more free agency news. And we'll talk about those guys in the arbitration situation uh, later on in the week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You can follow me. At Josh Neighbors underscore. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this locked-on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.